Good afternoon, good afternoon. Again, if this is your first time joining my live or hearing my podcast, I am Drika Carter, the CEO of Carter Capital. We started Common Convos about six months ago, and we are already on season three. So today we're having Kalia Williams, Miss K Boss Coach. How you doing? Hey, girl. Hey, I'm doing good. About time. We catch up, right? Exactly. We've been trying to collaborate for a minute. um, But I'm thankful that we was able to get it in right now. How have you been? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Just getting back to work. I took a nice long break it was supposed to be like two weeks but it was it wound up being almost a month i just got back this is my first week back in the office and i'm going down to my three-day work week so everything is going well thank y'all for tuning in thank you for taking time out your busy day you right you relaxing i need to be where you at i just left the sign up like okay i gotta really stick to my morning routine. you know success slides within your morning routine. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that you have some sort of success routine that you do to make sure that you're operating at a high level. Um, that's one of the, the success hacks that a lot of people that's just starting out may not be aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I did this morning was just, you know, um, meditated, did some personal development, worked out, went to the sauna. So I'm just getting back. Got a little bit of work done. Time. All of that stuff. So it's kind of busy. Busy day. Busy day. Yeah, it's definitely a hump day for sure. I uh, definitely did my success routine. Brought my kids to school. Pray, meditate. I didn't work out this morning. I'm going to work out tonight. Um, I did a couple of tax returns. I did a meeting with my taxes and saloon panelists and my uh, public relations manager. And I also consulted with a client and it ended up being a tax client so they submitted their stuff through the mobile app and i i know i got i have three lives today so yours and i got two tonight oh yes ma'am <laughs> see this is the type of time that i'm on right here this is the type of time that i am on right here you gotta stay busy y'all yes. y'all gotta stay busy you gotta stay booked busy but not booked and busy and being unproductive Make i was sure just about to you know i was about to say it. not busy but productive like actually getting something done yeah, not just be that they yes filling up your day with work a busy work or something let me see i'm having a glimpse not filling up your day with work that you have to do versus getting something actually done and saying okay i got that done so now what else can i move on to and actually being productive but before we get into it get into it tell them who you are what you do Rick Ross, 
Ross, T.I., Tiny, Shekinah, um, all the, all of the reality stars. Um, mm-hmm. We don't we really don't count just the reality TV people as a celebrity <laughs> down here. But um, you know, just you know, and then like being on being on a reality show on my um myself with BET called Ink Paper Scissors as a celebrity nail tech. I actually um it was on that show mm-hmm. while I was six months pregnant, telling my story, showing my journey, had some drama. Wasn't really, you know, proud of the thing that I was going through, but still showed my story, still held, held my, my chin up. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, a lot of people know me from the television show. Um, but then I would say three years ago when I was doing nails constantly, I realized it wasn't making me that much money. And um, I was ready just to do something else. And um, oh, y'all, the helicopter, y'all, right here. <laughs> Yeah, it was breaking up a little bit. Okay. I said that um, I decided to stop doing nails because it wasn't bringing me in enough money. I was only making like two, $3,000 a month, and I was hustling every day. I was hustling yeah. hard every day. So I ended up starting, um, I learned the tax business. I found credit repair. I started those businesses. Um, I was able to make six figures in 180 days. Now I'm duplicating that. and teaching others how to, you know, build more income streams and leverage credit, leverage business credit, and just get got more into the financial industry space. And that's where I saw my success. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty much where I'm at right now. That's what's yeah. up. So, so taxes and credit, well, financial services got you from behind the chill as a nail tape. Yes. That's what's yes. up. I was, I was behind the chill for 17 years and I was like, I'm tired of this. My hands is hurting. I'm tired of smelling dust and fumes. I'm tired of not really seeing no big, 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 like real big. I needed to see like a real, you know how, you know how this money is with the taxes and right. And like this some good money. I'll <laughs> be trying to so tell I them, but I, like I'm stuff. not a salesperson. So I'm just going to tell you what I have to offer. And if you see the value and the opportunity, then come get with me and I can show you how to run it up. But I'm not a salesperson. So I'm not going to be like, oh, you have to come with me or you're not going to be successful. No, that's not the case. You can go with anybody you want to, but I know the return on the investment with the people that work with me. You see the material. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, you, and, and that's, that's marketing too, because you don't have to oversell it. Like, you, they see it, and if they want to be a part of it, then they'll, they'll, they'll get into it. That's it. That's it. So, question. Let's get into some business business questions. What you think is a deal breaker for you? Like, what's a deal breaker in business? Somebody you're not gonna work with. Somebody that you had an issue with. That you know you know you ch- it made you change your policies and procedures going forward. Like, this is a deal breaker. I'm not doing this. I'm an entrepreneur because a lot of people are like I'm an entrepreneur, so I don't want to deal with X Y Z type of person or X Y Z client. What's a deal breaker for you, Kate? Um, a deal breaker for me would probably be the attitude of the customer or the energy that they're bringing. Mm-hmm. Um, because money is definitely energy at the end of the day. And 
you don't want to scare the money away by the energy levels going down and the attitudes changing and they're not being excited anymore. So when I started, when I, when I see disrespect, that's a deal breaker. When I see that you're not enthusiastic about the business anymore, I kind of try to figure out a way to um, fire that person or um, bring other high energy people around. Or you know, but if, if you start to disrespect, or if you start to, um, if you're not, if your energy level is too low, that's a deal breaker because you have to be high energy to get high income. When you when you come on live and your energy is up, when your mood is up, you, you get sales. You get yes. people wanting to pour into you. You get people wanting to sign for your products and services. But if you show up and your energy is is is, is not motivating, not inspiring, not making people want to take action to get into to one of your, go to your event or something like that, that energy, bad energy is contagious too. It can rip, it can ruin the whole group. You can have employees and you'll have that one bad apple. It can spoil the whole bunch. So it's, it's energy is a deal breaker for me. I like that. That's good. And I haven't heard anyone say that energy is a deal breaker. Some people still take on, especially new entrepreneurs, still take on every client because they're chasing the bag. And don't get me wrong, we was people that was chasing the bag before. Like you said, you was a nail tech for 17 years and was chasing the bag and still only making $3,000 a month. And that probably was on a good month, right? So, but coming fast forward to now, we at the, we at the level we are in the tax industry or the financial services industry, and we getting two or $3,000 per hour, that's a whole nother ball game. And, you know, it's still staying down to earth, still being able to be reachable, still being able to be ourselves within our business and hadn't had to, you know, do certain stuff to get to a certain level. So definitely that's a deal breaker as far as energy. I don't like to be disrespected. I'm not accepting disrespect in my business. I will not serve you anymore. Like if it has to, you know, like that costs you. So for me to, to, say, okay, I'm going to ask this person out of my business. You are not, no longer my ideal client. Even if you have been my client for years, once you cross that line of disrespect, I got to let you go. And I've had clients, and yeah. when it comes to taxes, people get real disrespectful. Um, That's one of the pros, and the, you know, that's one of the cons to being in the tax industry because people feel like you play with their money. It's all sorts of rumors go around. Um, people are uneducated about taxes. And so it comes off a whole nother way versus having a, a, a conversation with another. We're adults. So you don't have to be disrespectful for me to re respect you. You have to be respectful so we can have an adult communication and have a conversation about what you think is wrong and what's going on versus you just saying, oh, well, my money, uh, you know, like the, what that was, a year before, the year year or two ago when everybody was like oh the money going into the tax preparers account and don't get me wrong they have shady business they have stuff go on but at the same time everybody not like that and you got to know who you dealing with you got to know who you working with you'll do do your due diligence and make sure that the person that you're working with is a reputable person make sure the per person that referred you to that person giving you a reputable source so definitely um keep that 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 bad energy, that negative energy, the disrespectful crazy, energy, crazy keep it outside. It's crazy that you asked me that, too. Why? Yeah, it's crazy that you asked me that. It's because I, we, I was just on live talking to some of my mentees, and I was just telling them about something that I just went through earlier today. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a client that texted me sideways about about taxes, and something happened with her, 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 her baby daddy. had Somebody filed his tax from the last repair, and it was rejected because it was a duplicate. And she was coming at me like I didn't do his return right, sent me a long message. 
and I was supposed to be doing two years returns for her, 2020 and 2021. Mm-hmm. But after she sent me that long message, I, I had to um, just very professionally correct her and also told her that um, that I would she could find somebody else to do her her return because I'm not about to let people um, take my integrity away when I know I'm doing my job and I'm doing it efficient. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let people talk to me crazy just because they think they're paying me. They can talk to me crazy. Mm-hmm. Tax season is it's, it's really over. If I choose to take you on as a customer at this time, that's because I'm choosing to. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do it. Just because you uploaded your stuff on the app, don't mean I gotta allow disrespect. Just because go and find somebody else to do your taxes since you want to talk to me crazy. So I was just telling them I'm about energy. Money, all money is not good money. It's not. You'll be miserable trying to make some money. I don't want to make no miserable money. I want to make passive income I, it, you peaceful feel me money. like the freeway not yes. the, I'm, the peaceful way hello the peaceful <laughs> way like I ain't trying to be getting cussed out before I even started your application so how exactly. about this? go to somebody else and match that energy with somebody else because I'm not about to go back and forth with you and throw my, my morning routine off because I've worked hard on getting up getting my kids off meditating praying sauna gym affirmations personal development to let somebody try to tell me I didn't do my job when, when, when reality the person that he went to didn't file it. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, I'm sorry. The person that he went to filed it, and he told him, no, don't worry about filing. I'll go somewhere else. He still pushed through anyway, and then come to me. So now I've done all that work and didn't even get paid for it. And didn't even get paid for it because you trying to chop, you trying to shop around versus just telling a person that you already talking to or working with, hey, this is what I'm trying to get. Let me know why or why not I'm not getting this. Like, it's different factors, and people always get hung up on, oh, well, last year I got XYZ amount. Guess what? Come next year, don't even be looking for those high amounts of tax returns like y'all got this year. It's going to be a change. Every year, your tax situation change. You can move. You can change jobs. You can have kids. All these different facts. You can become unemployed. You can become self-employed. It's a lot of different things that go into money. Now you owe. Yes. You got to understand where you at. And then the IRS changes laws, different laws every year. It's a new set of laws. So it's like you can't compare what happened last year to this year. And we talking about totally new different laws that have come yep. in place. Yep. But yes, girl. <laughs> yes. So, I'm, I, yeah, energy is a big deal. Even when it comes to, like, the tax pros. Like, even with the people that work, that, you know, my P10, um, 1099 people, they're, they're working on their time. They have their own schedule. Mm-hmm. But when disrespect starts, I leave. Or you leave, you're getting kicked out the group you, because that energy is contagious. Not other people in the group feel like they can test you and try you and be disrespectful and, and, and comment negative energy in the group. And that throws the whole money The whole off, group off. It can throw the whole season off. It can throw the whole season off. And yes. guess what? I'm not working with... If you feel as though I disrespected you, come to me as a woman and say, hey, I ain't like how you talk to me or how, how you handle me. Tell me, because guess what? I'm not perfect. I can have an off day, too. Or if you feel like my tone is wrong, let me know. Hey, you know, don't talk to me like that. I'm going to say, okay. Okay, I understand. Don't talk to you like that. Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize. Maybe I am wrong. So we got to take accountability for our actions all the way around the board and our reactions. So if you feel like you're going to talk to somebody bad and they never going to come back at you a certain way or you're going to keep on trying them and pushing them and they never going to come at you, it's not, it's not going to work. You got to go. You got to get from around me. I try, to have, right? I try to be patient. Yeah, and I try to be patient with people and get in a bit of the doubt. And I, I know understand that people it, do have bad days. Mm-hmm. So I try to. But if I see 
that it continues to happen, this is just not working out. Mm-hmm. I don't have to, you don't have to work with me. I don't have we don't have to do business together. Like you're your own business owner. I'm my <laughs> own business owner. Like we we don't have we're not stuck together. We're we, you know what I'm saying? Like it's okay. And a lot of people a lot of people are afraid to like fire people. Like what do you think about the firing thing? Like if you gotta let somebody go, like some people are scared to fire people. They are afraid to tell a person that hey, this is no longer a good fit. Um, you know the energy has changed. Um, we're looking. You know what I mean. Your performance has declined. It, it, it's just you know. Go ahead and find some better opportunities out there for you. Good luck. Like what's the problem with doing that? I don't have a problem with firing people. Um, for me, I feel as though I always let people know upfront um, that. We can be like friend Drika and work Drika is two different Drikas. Mama Drika, wife Drika, all these people is different people. So however, like you said, if you bring in the wrong energy, if you bring in the morale down in my company, if you are disrespectful, if your performance is not where it needs to be, if the if you not representing the Carter Capital culture the way it needs to be represented, because it took me nine, ten years to get this business where it is and I wasn't alone like for six seven years I was alone but now that I'm building a team and I'm allowing people to come into my space and come into my company and take on positions so I have to keep the same energy that I had when it was just me so if I can't have the same excellent excellent expectations for my staff and my clientele then we not it's not fitting we're not working out for each other I might not be the company for you. You might have too much freedom. You might be used to somebody being micromanager over you. You might be used to somebody um, giving you points every time you late in this, that, and the other. That don't mean keep on coming late and take advantage of, I didn't tell you, hey, you was late. You know you was late. You walked in the door late. Like, we not clocking in. We not. We adults. We know what time we got to be to work. We know, you know, we got to clean up after ourselves. We know that we have to communicate and let people know this is going on. That's going on. I don't like this. I like this. I want to do this. Or can we change this? Or this might be too much for the clients or whatever you think that, because I don't want to be the CEO that's just putting rules out there or putting systems in place. Cause I've worked places like that and you have no say so you have as much as say so that you want within this company. And I take in consideration the things that y'all bring to the table and that's for everybody not just tax professionals but leadership everybody that's within my company i take it in consideration we have meetings we have accountability groups where i send y'all motivation i send y'all uh certain things that we're gonna focus on today let's say for instance it's a rainy day outside let's push the mobile app y'all that means get up off your behind and post the mobile app and let people know hey you can choose me from the mobile app you can file your taxes with me today via our mobile app if 25 people going hard saying use our mobile app. We should have at least 25 clients. That's one client per person. That's on the low end. That's not even talking about if all your audience seeing your stuff and saying, okay, I'm going to download the mobile app and follow with them too. I'm seeing it all over my timeline. I'm hearing them talk about this all day long today. It is raining. I don't want to get up and go to the office. Let me just download the mobile app and submit my stuff. So I don't have a problem with it. I got to... It's always about accountability. Like, okay, this is what it is. You understand the assignment. You understand. Yeah, send. Yeah, let me put. Let me pin it. Send a live to five people and comment done when you have done it. I see y'all fire in the comments too. I appreciate y'all. But definitely putting that accountability structure in place and letting them know, hey, this is what's expected of you. Um, at this point, we're gonna evaluate that and we're gonna say, hey, this is the right fit for you, or we're not the right fit for each other. Maybe we can revisit this at a, a time when you're gonna be more focused. Yeah. Yeah, I 
Like, okay, so do you still have them doing that? Like when, um, like now? Like are they still pushing a mobile app now? Like now that the season has died down? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. But at the end of the day, it's still tax season is over, like you said. So soon as tax season ended, I um immediately closed the office down because we worked 108 days straight. We didn't have no days off besides the people who were scheduled to be off. But we were in the office every single day from 9 a.m. to 8 a.m. I mean, 8 p.m. Every single day. So I was here for sure. I have um Chanel, which is my director of operation, was here every day. Her One of her partners, Dia, was here every single day. A couple of other people that work, work with us and do taxes and do credit were here every single day. So we were tired. So it's like, okay, April 18th, we was, April 18th, the last day, which was supposed to be the last day, they still haven't shut it down, which normally they'll shut it down. We wouldn't even be able to submit taxes. So the late people would have to wait anyway. So you can't be late and then rush me, but we shut it all the way down. We closed the office. Nobody was here and we opened 24 seven. So that was one of those things where it's like, Hey, the 19th, y'all calling. We at the office. I sent out an email blast. We're going to be closed from April 19th to, to May 1st. We'll be back in the office. I posted on Facebook. I posted on Instagram. Y'all see everything else we post in, in uh, Flash on Instagram. So y'all still when we see it was closed. Minute. Yes. And then don't wait till the last minute and then rush us. Don't do that. I was so glad I was like, okay, I could I could take a three-day extension, but the last past two years we have been being extended by months. So imagine thinking that you about to work 90 days to it turning into a hundred and something days straight. Cause we only have tax season to make our money if this is your only bag that you're getting, which is taxes, right? But if you have if this your highest bag, so you're gonna put in your hundred percent to doing this, right? Then you got other stuff that carry you over throughout the year. But if your other bag's not equal enough to your tax bag, you you need to be putting a hundred percent in. Yeah. Like especially if your job ain't bringing you the type of money that this tax money is, like, you know, it'd it be sad when people start and then they stop or they just don't finish out. Like finish out. Finish playful a lot. Finish strong. Start something. Finish strong. Finish. You know how they set the tone for the next business? How they set the tone for the next year? Like, start strong, finish strong. Like, that's going to, like, put something out in the universe that you're ready to go to that next level because mm-hmm. you're putting out, like, showing up with that spirit of excellence, being a self-starter, like, being creative, thinking of ways you can market, hustling when it gets slow, grinding, you know, getting your referrals. What about the referrals? The referrals is the biggest thing. That's yep. so easy. Hey, do you know a family, a friend? 
anything that needs their taxes. You know anybody else? You know, we have a firm. Like, you guys can get creative and do anything that you want to do. You just got to do it. So I'm, I'm looking for self-starters. I'm looking for people that, that that's creative, got some ideas, that, that got something to bring to the table. Yeah, anybody can do that entry. Anybody can do that entry. Mm-hmm. But I want to create a team that coming with ideas and strategies and making me inspired. Like, okay, I got some hustlers on the team. Let's yes. Go. Yes. Match my energy. When Let's I come, go. don't bring me down. Match my energy. Match my energy when we come to the table. We we need to be coming to the table with a notebook saying, hey, what about this? I thought we could do this. All right, so let's implement that in Q3. Let's implement that in Q4. Let's implement that next season. Whatever we need to do. So don't feel as though you have to be stagnant because you are within a company, because you're within a company that's ready for you to grow, that's helping you grow. Are you under a coach that's ready to help you grow and show you the ropes and give you the blueprint? Yeah, like you gotta come with the energy, man. Money is energy at the end of the day. If you come with that drag, slow ass energy, that that is not going to bring a bag through the door. You want to be high energy when you get on your customer. Sit high up in your chair, be like, "Hey, how are you? Look, we have some amazing news for you. We have your quote at eight thousand five hundred and forty-three. Knowing that we was getting other people twenty thousand, <laughs> but she didn't qualify for all the credit. So I don't want her to be like, "Well, you know what? We were only able to get you um, eight thousand. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Um, do you still want us to go ahead and file it?" You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, that's giving them the option. Of, that's like, well, no, hold on. So I could go somewhere else and see Well, my cousin over here got 20000 and she got two kids. So we should be in the same bracket, which is not always the case. So you definitely got to deliver that message with high energy. If you showing up unconfident, or I don't know if that's a word, but if you showing up not confident in what you're doing, yeah. right, and yeah. you're saying, okay, well, it's only 5000 and then my fees is 800 um, and then... Yeah. I don't know when you're going to get it back. It's been taking maybe 21 days. So you want me to do it or you want to wait? No, you need to be saying, do you do anything else on the side? Do you have a side hustle? Did you start a business? Did you spend money getting a business started this year? What's going on? How can I help you? Do you have any dependents? Did you purchase a house? Did you purchase a car? Did you pay medical insurance? Did you pay for prescriptions, uniforms, gas? How can I help you? Lower your tax liability or get a higher refund. Did you get daycare? Who watched your kids? Thirteen and under. Did you get? Did you qualify for this daycare credit? Because they gave that. Did you catch COVID? Did you catch COVID as a business owner so we can give you this credit? Yep. What other? Oh, did you get your third stimulus? Did you get your third stimulus check? Yep. We can add that on there for you too. Did you? Are you in school this year? We can go ahead and get you that school credit, like. Like you got, it's really easy. Know the credits, and then make sure that your customer is getting the credits that they qualify for. Make sure you just put in all the credits on there so they can get the most back. Mm-hmm. You know, that way they can come back next year, send you some more people, and you. This customer, like these customers, don't be going over. Tell them about the customers. The customers don't go nowhere. <laughs> they come back year after year, don't they? Even the crazy. Even, even the ones like we just was talking about earlier, even the ones that's the deal breakers, the deal breakers even be coming back saying, I'm sorry, I had a bad day. Can you file my taxes? Um, Can you file my sister and my brother taxes too while you're at it? I can't do it. Can't hold it. Yeah. They, uh, the, cra- the craziest one. Now, let me tell you real quick about my crazy one. Like one of the crazy ones from last, not this year, but the year last year. I'm talking about crazy, craziest. Crazy as it come, 
Um, did, she didn't think I pressed it through to the IRS or something. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if they go on the status and look and see. Like, if they don't see the like the date right then and there, they think that you didn't do it. So, yes, like, <laughs> you didn't file my taxes. You didn't file it. You didn't file it. But really, we really did file it. And I just remember her going clear off on me. And then um, I had been submitted her. I ain't really paranoid. My she wanted to get her credit repair done. I said, No, I don't think you'll be a good fit for the credit repair program because you're not patient. We already see how you acted with the taxes. I can't even imagine how you act with credit. And credit is a process. It's a process. It's a process. It's not an overnight thing, and it takes a lot of patience. So if you tripping about your check, I don't, I don't even want to take any of your credit for money. <laughs> so I, so I declined her for the credit. Now she's coming back. Now she came back on the fifteenth of April, the last day of tax season, asking if she could um, come back. But before that, I saw another tax girl that I follow was like, "Y'all know this girl?" I was like, "Oh my goodness, that's the same crazy client from last year." Mm-hmm. I didn't say nothing bad. I said, "Yeah, I know her." But I see that she was giving her hell. Then she come to me on the last day of tax season asking me to process her. Went on the app and posted and uploaded all her documents and just thought that I was going to do it. I said, I'm done for the year, honey. She was like, oh, you going to leave me hanging like that? No, you already on been around the block and back. You already been hell. You already on gave everybody hell. I'm not about, all money is not good money, y'all. Like, seriously. Like, yes. sometimes you got to look at the red flags and be like, okay, this person is crazy. So it may end up being a bad experience. It's not going to be worth the money. Well, by the time I get this five hundred to a thousand dollars, it's going to be the most miserable five hundred dollars that I've made. So I need to just go ahead and let her, let her, let her go ahead and find somebody else. Yes. Since you said red flags, what, give me, give me two red flags in business. What you think is a red flag in business? From the customer or what? You could do the customer and from outside service providers. Um. Well, I think that a red flag for the customer, if they, if their energy is all the way off, um, if they are disrespectful, if they are, if you can tell they're not going to be a good fit, a good partnership, because this is a relationship building business. When you in, when you in financial services, you all in a business, you know what's going on in their credit, you know what's going on with their taxes. Like this is secret, top secret information that they don't, they're not going to be out here telling people about what that they owe taxes, and mm-hmm. they don't got garnished. They have all of these things on their credit. So when you take on these customers, you kind of turn into like a family member. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like people like trust you. They're sending their family and friends to you because they trust you. And they typically don't hop around too, too much. You pretty much have a customer for a long If you do good by them, they're they going to stick with you and send you people. Mm-hmm. So if I see that this is going to be a bad relationship, I, I'm just going to like, oh, oh, my goodness. So it was one girl, right? I was on a credit consultation recently. Mm-hmm. I asked her, I said, well, what's your goals? Because we found that we just be enrolling people in a credit repair program. And then sometimes these people don't finish out their payments. They don't keep their identity IQ active. And that makes it hard for us to keep working on your files. So we want to just go up on our prices a little bit and also go through a pre-qualified process just mm-hmm. to see if you're a good fit. Because I don't want to waste a lot of time on the unqualified. Or starting out or even starting out and then I get you to a certain score and then now you go by a call. Now you got 21 new inquiries. 
that I'm not going to work on because when you signed the contract, you didn't have these 21 inquiries. So you're going to have to re-enroll if you want they worked on and like just stuff like that. But definitely they need to keep up with their um, credit monitoring. They'll, I don't think that they realize the value in credit monitoring. You making sure that nobody not stealing your identity. You making sure nobody not doing fraudulent activity on your account you making sure that um your points are accurate and what's on your report is accurate this is something that you're responsible for on top of the service that you're paying the service provider for yeah and and then and you like oh i want to know what my results are but you haven't even paid the 20 dollars to our you so i can't even pull your credit i can't give you an update on what has changed on your credit report because it's inactive because you haven't paid the bill so it's like those type of people we're trying to get away from because it's, it's counterproductive. I got to pay people to do um, go through declines. I got to pay them uh, overtime just to go through all these decline payments and tracking them down. and like I, So I'm like, no, I'm not about to spend another year doing this. I see that I wasted time and money on that. Like mm-hmm. I want to make sure that it's the right people. So I asked the girl, I said, well, what's your goal? She's like, I just want to get my credit fixed. I said, well... Well, what do you want to do after you get your credit fixed? Oh, I, I said, do you want to buy a house, car, build a business credit? She was like, I, I, none of that. I just want to get my credit fixed. But her attitude, she had a match. She had an attitude. I was like, well, you know what? I don't know if you'll be a good fit for this. I'll push this over to one of our other board um, consultants that have them look, look over and see mm-hmm. what we can help you, how we get. Because we want to help people that's like, I want to get my house before this year is out. Right. Like a sense of urgency. They right. keep their identity out account. They gonna pay in full. They gonna make sure their payments is on time. They not somebody. They have a goal in mind. Baby, they not gonna have no new collections hitting their credit. Exactly, cause they, they see, they no already know. Listen, I got this goal in mind. I'm trying to buy my house. I can't buy nothing. I'm on a budget. I'm saving my money. And I'm watching what I'm spending. No, I can't buy that. No, I can't order a new uh car. No, I can't order. I can't do nothing because nothing can hit my credit report. Because guess what these people going to do right before closing? Check your credit report. Call your job and see if you still worked up. They're going to verify these things. So it don't matter how much you can get somebody to write you up this letter, do this tax return and all. They're going to request these things unless you got a bank statement loan. But like they're going to request these things right then and there. So when you're working on your credit, you definitely got to have patience. Have a goal in mind. And um, make sure that you're staying on top of your monitoring because that's your responsibility. You have to monitor your credit. We use the systems to pull, you know, the identity IQ, the identity IQ or the smart credit to pull it. But it's your responsibility to monitor your credit. Mm-hmm. And keep it active if you're paying for a service. And, you know, this is a part of the deal. And then you're not fitting. Like, we have a new rule. Like, if we try to pull your credit three times and your identity uh, you is inactive we just gonna mark your account inactive we're not gonna even keep calling you we call you we send text messages and emails and we call we have three point of contact so right. i pay somebody to do it. so that way you get you get the call you get the voicemail you get the email you get the text message if you don't respond if you don't you know we try and pull it you know three different occasions and we're having issues with you you're just not a good fit for the program it's just no point of us going for that for you going home Doing all this aggressive dispute and then you you don't even care if your credit monitoring is is, is on knowing that we working. You're right. Or you're not even uploading letters that you're getting back. Or if you're getting a response back, you're not even uploading that to the portal so that we can work on it or go to the next step or the round two or the round three that we have to do for that particular account. Exactly. They don't they don't correspond. They don't so it's like, you know, I, I'm just realizing like I love the credit repair industry. 
and I've been teaching it more so now, mm-hmm. and um, I'm enjoying that because I get to pour into people that really need their lives changed. They really need to learn a new skill set and bring more income into their home. You know, but I, I really want to make sure I'm enrolling the right people into the program so that way I don't get frustrated. But having multiple streams is important, too, like the taxes. Um, I'm about to get into drop shipping, mm-hmm. so I'm excited about that. So I'm just trying to, like, you know, dibble and dabble around with other things to see where I'm going to be, like, mm-hmm. retire, residual, More retired, residual. passive. And, yes. and something that I enjoy, because I don't want to be, like, pressing people to fix their credit. Like, you mess your credit up, we're trying to fix it, and we're having a hard time here. Now, I don't want to spend the next five years of my life, um, <laughs> you know, begging. Exactly. You know, so we, we just being particular. We being particular about who we pick, but... Yes, guys. Um, oh, so what was I saying? So, oh, so I told the girl, I said, look, you know, um, I told her we'll follow back up with her. Um, I'll have somebody else reach out to her. I never reach back out to her. So next thing you know, I get a big, long message. She's mad because we didn't sign her up. And she said I was discriminated against her. And wanting to get her credit fixed is a goal. But we just want to make sure that we get, we want to get you to that next level. If you want to get that business funding, we want to make sure that you're doing the business credit steps. If you are getting, if you want to get a house, we can hook you up with our realtor. If you want to get a car, right. we're going to make sure you, know, you get the best interest rates, that you have the the banking, you know, like the best banking. And you can go to and get a bank a, lo- a car loan from your bank, and you're not running your credit, and you're waiting until your credit is right. Like, I just want to be intentional. Mm-hmm. So she got mad and sent me a big hate mail about it. And I had to tell her, like, look, for one, your energy was very off. And the relationship building business, um, and you were very rude, and your tone was not good. So I just had to just be professional and let her know, like, look, look your attitude is the main reason why. Because the last thing I want is every 30 days, I got a dread having to call this client. Or somebody on my team is constantly complaining when it's time to, you know, if, if anything happens, there's a mistake. Mm-hmm. If anything if anything happens, I know that it's going to be a problem. Because yes, I it's going to be a big blow up. It's gonna be so. Why go ahead and enroll her? I saw the red flags in the beginning. I saw the red flags when I first first saw. Yeah, the money be right there. It's tempting because you can make that money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And in the beginning stages, when I was building the business, yeah, I enrolled everybody. I didn't care if you had a bad attitude or not. I just bit my tongue, no you know, ran there and took it because I had to build my business. But now that I'm at this next level, like you said, we at the next level where we can make thousands and thousands of dollars an hour. Now I have the luxury to say, hey, that's not a good fit for my company. Mm-hmm. I don't want to not like my business because I put the wrong people in my business. So it's it's just like, no, red flags is the biggest thing. And I even knew that when I was doing nails. If I had customers that was rude or their energy just didn't match, my, I'm, not, I'm not about to force myself to make no money and feel uncomfortable. Let somebody make me feel uncomfortable for a couple dollars. You got to know your worth. You got to know who you are. And you got to know all money is not good money. And when you see those red flags, Go with your gut. Go with your instinct. So that way you don't have to be, you know, dealing with irritating clients that's making your business miserable. Now you don't even enjoy getting up and going to work in the morning. You don't even want to go to the office. Because, you know, you got all of the bad clients. Like, mm-hmm. target the people that you want and pre-qualify them and fill their energy out to see if they're going to be a good fit. Right. I agree. That's definitely one of the things you have to decipher in your business as a as an entrepreneur. Who's a red flag? Who's your ideal client? Who do you want to work with? What's the deal breakers? What's your office hours? You can't be available all the time. And then, uh, of course, another thing we struggle with as business owners is as we scale, people still want access to us. But 
you know, they don't, they say, oh, I'm c congratulations, but they still want you to charge $2.99. Like, I understand you growing. I understand all of this is going on, but it still should be $2.99 for me, right? It's still two, it's still $2.99 for me, right? Don't forget me. <laughs> yeah, like, we have a program. So, we have a program for, like, um, the people that's been with us for a long time, like, for the renewal people. Like, after you work on their credit for a certain, like, six months, if they want to just stay in a program just because, like, if anything happened, we'll still work on it. Mm -hmm. We do give them a discount, but we have went up on that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I kind of grandfathered them in, but it's probably going to be a point where we do have to go up on that, too, because everything is going up. Inflation. We're going through inflation right now. Everything yep. is going up. So, you know, if, if you don't want to rock with me, if my, my prices went up, then that's fine, too, because I got to make sure that I'm staying up with the times. I can't be hustling backwards here. Mm -hmm. I can't be there going to uh, pay over, over paying for something and, and then have to pay my team and then end up getting um, losing money. I ain't really seeing the profit because I'm trying to please you. Mm -hmm. Mind you, I'm fixing your credit. I'm fixing your life. I'm getting you in a position where you can go and bust up and do what you want to do. That really don't have a price tag on it, if you ask me. Right. It don't really have a price tag. The, the it's luxury unlimited. that you have on your credit, baby. That's unlimited. It's no cap. People underestimate the value of good credit. They really, maybe because they never had it, they don't really understand. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a big deal for real. It is. It is. It's such a big deal. And I think. For me, I've had bad credit, so I know how it feels to have bad credit, and I know how it feels to have good credit. So I value having good credit now because it's like, damn, all this time I was spending my money and hustling backwards because I had the money, and I was like, I ain't worrying about the credit. And I, But I knew it was my responsibility. I knew it was my fault. I messed up my credit. So when I learned how to fix my credit and I learned how to you know, work the system. It's, it's black and white. It's a game, y'all. Utilization rate, pay attention to the report dates, pay attention to, like, certain stuff. So, once you learn how to maneuver through the system on the back end, it's like, I ain't messing this up. I got leverage. I could go anywhere and sign my name for something without a deposit or with a low interest rate. Interest rates in the single digits versus always having to get something in the double digits. Always having to have somebody to come back and co-sign with you uh you know, you, you now you're embarrassed because you got to go to your husband, yeah. wife, cousin, sister, brother, daddy, uncle, whatever, to co-sign for you. But you wasn't embarrassed when you was messing it up. So guess what? Take that same patience to the person that's servicing you and helping you get to the next level and saying, okay, well, what do I need to do? What If you on a strict timeline, okay, how long is this process going to take? Average with somebody that looked like my, my credit profile. We have that experience to tell you, okay, well, the last person I had only had um, inquiries and medical bills. It's not. It shouldn't take me long to fix that. Versus another person might have a repo, might have all kind of medical bills, student loans. Like they might have a whole bunch of different stuff that's a factor on their credit report, or they might just use their credit card incorrectly all the time. So it's like they they using it, but they max it out and then they pay it, or they paying it after the report date and not the. You know they're not paying attention to the yeah. report dates versus or the they due just dates. Or they just paying a minimum. Yeah, they like, don't be realizing that. Yes. Yeah, All like it. the report date is the date that they want to report to the bureau. So if you do max your cards out, make sure that you're paying it back in full or getting it below, at least below the 30, 20% by the mm -hmm. time they report. Um, so that way you don't have to worry about that utilization bringing your score. Oh, well, I pay my bill on time. Well, you maxed your card. You maxed it out, so it reported. It reported to the credit bureaus as maxed out. They're not reporting that you paid it because your report date might be after your due date. So you gotta keep all that in mind. So, hmm, we could we could spit that all day. Yeah, like, so so like, what do you 
think is a good way to like educate the customer on that coming in. I tell them about that. I, 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 they know that they should be having their cards maxed out. They're like, oh, I'm going to pay my cards down. I know. I hate when the people call and be like, well, my credit score, um, it, it's going up, but it went down. I said, have you been using your credit card? Yeah. I said, oh, that's why your score drops. You use your card over and you haven't paid it down. You maxed your card out. Mm-hmm. Now you're thinking that we're doing something wrong when we're doing everything right. You're the one that's doing something wrong. So, like, what do you think we can do? to make that clear on like the credit card thing because people you know they got a $500 card they got a $1,000 card a $2,000 card it's tempting for them mm-hmm. to just go ahead and use it if something comes up they don't have the discipline to say no because if my score about to drop I ain't about to use that card I'm going to leave it right there in my people don't have the discipline to say no when it mm-hmm. comes to money right mm-hmm. here in their hands so what do you think we can do to like make them understand that process more or is it just one of those things to where like it depends on the person it always depends on the person because i feel as though sometimes men are stronger in that aspect when you tell them don't do this don't do that because i have male clients that i could get to 800 real quick and then i got female clients that don't want to skip the nail shop or skip the hairdresser for a little while and it's not in their budget like you need to skip the nail shop and pay this debt off you need to skip the nail shop and pay your credit cards on time you need to skip getting a wig or getting a new outfit or getting a new bag for a little while to actually get your credit where it needs to be so you can buy all the bags you want and have unlimited access to credit you can have people giving you higher limits you can have people giving you you know more time to pay on stuff versus you always scraping and scrap you you spending ten thousand and you paying $25 a month to pay back. You never gonna pay that back at $25,000. You only paying the the interest. You not even paying the principal when you paying your minimum payment. Like, you gotta understand that. And I don't think people really understand that. I always tell my people, when we working on your credit, make sure that you're not untying the shoe that I'm over here tying up. Make sure you're not applying for nothing else. If you apply for anything, I'm dropping you. Like, that's not even, that's a deal breaker for me. When we talked about deal breakers earlier, if you apply for anything by the time I go back and rerun your credit, like rerun your your analysis, if I see one inquiry pop up, you getting dropped. You got to start all over from the beginning. You need to repay your deposit. You need to re-sign up. Everything starts from the beginning because now you're, you messing up what I'm fixing over here. It's like I'm building a house. And you pulling the bricks out. It make it make sense. Wow. You got to understand wow. that. That's from jump. Before you even. Thank you. Thank you. Before you even um sign up. Before you sign on the dotted line. I need you to understand my processes and procedures. You need to pay for identity IQ. That's not included in the price that you paying monthly. That's not included in this down payment amount. You have to order your reports. You have to sign your agreement. You have to put your signature in so that we can send off the letters on your behalf. You have to let me know if you receive correspondence. And if you apply for anything, you are dropped. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's, I like that because you're setting proper expectations in the beginning and letting them know if you apply for anything, you're getting dropped. And if you get any new collections on there, mm-hmm. you're going to have to pay for that. That's separate. We're not going to automatically throw those in the bag. If you have right. to pay for those collections, especially if it's something that you could have prevented knowing that we're fixing your credit. Correct. Correct. Yeah, Don't let so nothing do it. How, how long have you been doing taxes and credit? I've been doing taxes for nine years and I've been doing credit for three years. Yeah, we've been doing credit around the same time. Mm-hmm. I started doing credit and taxes right at the same time, so I'm three years in. Oh, that's what's I'm up. Free. You're doing good, though. You're doing real well. 
Tulum. For Texas, sure, for Tulum. sure. That looks, I really want to come. Oh, my God. That looks so nice. <laughs> so, Texas and Tulum is for all business owners. It's not just about Texas, but we are going to talk about Texas. We're going to talk about business structures. We're going to talk about how to hire a lawyer, think, steps to take before hiring a lawyer, trademarks. Um, We're we talking about additional streams of income, such as federal government contracts, short-term rentals. We're talking about life insurance, how to protect your assets once you get into a certain level or a certain bracket as a business owner, making sure that you're protecting those assets with life insurance. We're going to have a therapist come out. She's talking about mental health and business. She's talking about, she's also a life coach and a business coach. So she's talking about from the mental standpoint, like we just talked about our success routine in the morning because that that plays a major part if you just roll over and jump in the car and start driving and you never got yourself together you ain't even take time out for yourself or take time out to say thank you jesus or or check you know before you check instagram like before you roll over and check instagram what are you doing with your life so we we talking about all of that in Tulum. We also bringing out um marketing strategists we bringing out our photographers we're bringing out our videographers we're gonna do on the site commercial development we're going to have mini headshot photo sessions we also going to have um excursions that's included all of the packages are all inclusive so your flight is included you don't have to go buy this package then look for a flight no flights included transportation is included excursions are included and all days of the wealth development summit is included as well we have my pr person she'll be there doing a red carpet interview so if you've never had an interview it's your time to get that experience and have the interview you know how you go to events and you have the step and repeat band is similar to this but all the sponsors are going to be on there and she'll be doing an interview of you saying hey i'm here in tulum and i'm ready for the retreat you know do your testimonial after and let us know how it was for you let it let us know if you're able to make money but get that laptop out and this is actionable steps go to this website do this do that right now and start making money today that's what we bring into tulum all to the table my husband is a wealth and wellness coach he'll be coming out there he gonna do some workouts in the morning because we couldn't get the yoga girls back because one of my yoga girls is um pregnant this year so they couldn't come back out but that was like one of the touches that we did so that's getting your morning routine together so we're gonna start off working out together we're gonna eat breakfast have our panel discussions have our presentations also we gonna have um what else brand and web brand and web design it's so much like it's it's so much for so little money the people that's coming to the stage are people that have programs that's ten thousand dollars and more so if you buy one of these packages and you getting 11 different people times ten thousand dollars per person you can't beat that yes you like if, if y'all feel in this event put some fire in the chat if this sounds like an amazing, amazing event full of value and impact, put some fire in the chat, y'all. Show her some love on this because this, this, oh my goodness, and it's a, and it's a, a, a beautiful, a beautiful. Uh, you said Tulum, Mexico. Like who don't want to go to Tulum? Yes, ma'am. Who don't want to go to Tulum? Get your passport. Get your package. Payment plans are available. We got Afterpay. We got Sizzle. We have personal payment plans. So if you're saying it's six, it's more than a little bit more than six weeks left. So you have a couple of, a little while to, we have a month left to pay. So if you have, you want to pay a thousand dollars a week, uh, $250 
whatever like whatever you need to pay to get yourself out there you need to be in this room right. we also talking about how to scale your business how to put systems in place what's your exit strategy because we're not trying to be like you said you was a, a nail tech for 17 years and now what you're doing sitting on the rooftop on live chilling still making money right a whole nother way though a whole nother way so you retire from that like i retired from the bakery i just had a bakery um for about six years and i closed it down last year and i was they was like why are you closing the bakery y'all food so good all this and all that and i was like i don't want to do it I, I don't want to do it no more i thought that when i was at home baking cakes and making plates that i wanted a bakery until i got into a bakery and i was like i don't want to do this this is not it this is not what i want to do this is not what i want to do every I have to be here. At that point, I was trading my time for money, and I'm like, oh no, I didn't. I don't want to do this. This ain't it. I gotta yeah. get. If it was king cake season, we had to get up, leave the office, ship off king. It was too much, and you know, like not in a bad way because I had scaled that business from a ten thousand dollar year to a hundred and some thousand dollar year, and it's on my page, so I, you know, it's proof in the numbers. But that was six years wow. later for me to be in a bakery making six figures. That wasn't nothing like me being in a tax office making six figures in 90 days. And I'm like, let me just focus more on, like, I feel like God put me back over here to focus and hone in on yeah. this. This is my craft. I've always loved numbers. I've always loved helping people and business owners. So now I can focus more on building my team, strategizing on how to help people get into the financial industry and make six figures because it's been done. I have two girls that was under me less than a year that have already crossed over to the six-figure mark. They didn't take nearly as much as time that I took to start making six figures in taxes. So imagine the type of blueprint that I'm giving them and the mistakes that I'm saving them from getting. And of course, I'll be teaching that in Tulum as well. So definitely come to Texas in Tulum. We have Bri on here, Iconic Mind. She my visionary architect for Carter Capital. So she does all my marketing, branding, um, funnels, every single thing that has to do with Carter Capital, she does it. So all those flyers and designs that y'all see, she does that. And she'll be in Tulum. She, this is her third year speaking on the panel. And she'll be talking about marketing and branding and strategies behind marketing yeah. and branding. Yeah, I'm going to have to figure out how to get there. Um, my daughter was supposed to be going to um, Cleveland for the summer. I'm a, I probably go wait for them to get real, real warm when they're missing her so bad to the point. What's, what date is the event? July 29th to August 2nd. So last year we went to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. First of all, let me go back a little bit. The first year we had it local here in New Orleans. So people flew all down here. And I was like, if people flying down here, you know, entrepreneur mindset is like, man, I could do, I could do this. So let me try this. If people flying here, yeah. we could fly out and go somewhere. Let's go somewhere that I want right. to go. Let's, let's get go all these. Let's really do something. So I text my whole dream team. I was like, yo, we taking this on the road next year. And that was the, the second year we went to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Over 50 business owners was in a building taking home information about life insurance, about um, business credit, about starting their business. We had interactive games and vision board parties. We had yoga every morning. We had breakfast, lunch, and dinner catered by a private chef that we flew out. We had people talking about websites, web design, how to do it yourself or how to hire them. So you're going to have access to people that you wouldn't normally have access to. You're going to have access to, they'll go one of my lawyers right there, just hopped on and OC. So you're going you're gonna to have access to people that you would not normally have access to. These people charge fees just to hop on the phone. Yeah, so you're going to be able to ask questions. Yes, even having an accountant is not cheap. 
No, it's not. It's not. All that stuff costs. Financial service industry, that's a, it's, it's, it costs for your time and mm-hmm. it costs for your expertise. And it's a relationship builder. So it's like you want to keep the keep your relationships tight, keep your circle tight, especially when you start building your business because you're going to need that accountant. You're going to need that lawyer. You're going to need that CPA. You're going to need your credit. Things pop on your credit all the time. You're going to constantly need to get your credit repair at times. It'll go up, it'll go down, it'll go up, it'll go right. down. Something that's said, like, just because we got it off, don't mean they going to sell that debt and come back under a different name later. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just like, like student loans. Just um, like student when, loans. We going through yeah. that now. Like people like, yeah. oh, I thought my student loan was with Navian. Navian sold it to somebody else. And that's a recurring thing that always happens. Even though student loans are um right now is deferred so you don't have to pay it. But now is the best time to pay it because you're not paying interest. You're paying straight into the principal. If you're gonna pay your student loans off, now is the best time to do it. Yep. Now is the best time to knock it out if you're gonna knock it out. Or instead of getting mad because the student loans can't came back, now you don't want to call us mad because they came back on there. How about you just call them and pay, pay off that $100,000? Yep. Pick one. You want to pay it? Don't now keep trying to get credit just so you can run off on the plug. That's the problem right there. That's that's one of the main problems right there. People trying to fix their credit to get something just to not pay it. The main thing about credit is you borrowing somebody else's money. Man. A lot of people talking about other people's money all the time, but guess what? You got to pay other people their money back. This is the reason why you can't get nothing. This is the reason why you have to get a cosigner. This is the reason why. Because you don't pay back. You're not responsible. Or you're not a responsible borrower. And that's what I say, like, like, you know, making sure we keep our credit with the right people. Because the last thing we want is to fix your credit and then you didn't learn anything from this experience. You didn't learn no valuable lessons. You didn't see how we can put you back in the game, gave you a second chance. You know, now you're back just running off with the plug yet again. Now you want us to fix it yet again. Like, no, that's not the type of people we're trying to attract. We want to help you build business credit as well. So fix your personal credit. Then turn around and help you build and establish some business credit. And then help you scale that business through funding and paying that money back. So making sure you have a cash flow system. Make sure you have a sales strategy set in place so you are making 10000 15, 20,000 a month, whatever it is that you're doing, so that way you can pay it back with your eyes closed. Like, I got yep. a few micro last year. They was taking like $100 out of my account in a day, Monday through Friday. I paid them off and didn't even realize that I had even paid them off. They was calling me like, hey, you ready to get another one? We can, you know, up it, give you more this time. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, I paid you. They was like, yeah, you've been paid off for like a month or two. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, when the start coming in, you don't even realize that you're paying them off. You literally just be paying them out of your account every day, but money is so busy coming in. That little money that they that's coming out is not even a big deal, but you have to get in the habit of getting some cash flow. I think the cash flow is a big deal. People got to get in the habit of getting that cash flow so they can show bank statements and taxes mm-hmm. that they make so they can show that they're credible of being paying along back. Exactly. I'm glad you said that too because people want to high income or say oh no i only want to report xyz amount and then you mad because you don't qualify for nothing but you're showing up desperate if you're showing up desperate every time they're gonna tell you no it's that simple same thing when you go to a a loan officer at a bank they're looking at your tax returns at least two years if you took a loss for the last five years you don't qualify for nothing because you just told me you spent all your money you spent more than the money you made to even qualify to get a 300 or 400 thousand dollar house 
in a decent neighborhood with a backyard with schools and pools like you're you not ready because you you telling me you only made negative a hundred thousand i mean you made negative eleven thousand dollars and you telling me i'm supposed to give you a house i'm supposed to approve you for a house it don't make sense gotta have but cash they don't flow. want to pay to the irs they don't want to pay the irs you gotta pay to play taxes is a pay to play game you pay taxes, you get taxes back. You make a certain income bracket, you gotta pay taxes. So you, either way it go, you gotta be ready for what route. Choose your heart. What they be saying, choose your heart. It's choose hard getting heart. up and going to work That's every day. It's it's also hard getting up and motivating yourself to be an entrepreneur and showing up for yourself every day. It's hard either way. It is, but at least as an entrepreneur, you can make you can you can set the bar and say, hey. I want to make this amount this year. I want to make that amount this year. And, and you still have the freedom to live life on your own terms while you make money on the go. Yes, ma'am. Three credit repair tips. Three credit repair tips. The first thing, I did this is some tips that I did to grow my business. I was at a 469, got all the way up to an 815. Mm -hmm. when, I, when I didn't really know a whole, whole lot, I still knew enough to get put myself in the game. Um, one of the biggest things is build some credit. If you don't have any credit, you definitely need to get something reported to the bureaus every 30 days. So go to your credit union and start off with a secure loan. Take that money, take $500, and say, hey, I know my credit is bad. I want to go ahead and open me up a secure loan. They're not going, they run your credit. They're going to see you in the 400. They're not going to want to just give you a loan. So you have to use your own money to start that account, right? Mm -hmm. So you take $500 of there, you go ahead and you put that money into that account, and they're going to give you the money right back because you're basically paying yourself back. You're just using them as an institution to report to the bureaus. Mm -hmm. So you could spend, give them the 500 to open up the secure loan uh, account. Then they open it up, now they give you the money back. Now, instead of you going and running off with the money, go ahead and open up a savings account or a checking account and put that money in there at that same bank and have those feet, those payments automatically coming out so it's going to pay itself. So this is a hands-off process. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so you, you can't so say you, you forgot. You can't say. You can't say you forgot nothing. Like, you, 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 you have it set up to where they're going to automatically draft the 33 over there be ready you don't even have to do nothing and then and then once that is that that's paid now you go and get you another one do it again do it again double it this time it was 500 the last time do a thousand this time mm -hmm. and then some of these banks i know navy federal has a pledge of um, where you can it will turn from an unsecured to a secure so mm -hmm. it first it first looks like you started to own account but then if you you know, as time go on, they switch it, and it's going to show up on your credit as if they gave you the loan. So that's really going to make you look good on paper. Right. So I would first start there. If they can't get a credit union, get the secure loan, get a secure card. If they don't know how to play that credit that credit game, I don't know if we should have them do the, the secure credit card because some people just don't have discipline with the cards because they're so quick to swipe. So they, if they don't, if they're not going to follow the credit rules, I just say just stick with the loan, have them automatically take them payments on. The second thing I would do. If you have a mom, dad, sister, brother, auntie, uncle, you know, so a close family member that's very responsible and they have good credit, ask them just to put you on as an authorized user on their credit cards. You're not going to have their credit card to be swiping it. You're not going to, you know, be able to use the credit. But you give them your social security number and they're going to call in to, 
you know, their their uh, Wells Fargo um, credit card, or mm-hmm. you know, they've been paying card off for twenty years. They've been on time for twenty years. They never. You don't have no history because you haven't built any credit. So right. once you give them your post, they call in, add you on as an authorized user. Now, boom! Now, when the credit reports uh, for that following month. It's going to show up on your credit. You're going to have 20 years of history, 20 years of on-time payment. That's going to build your score up. 20 years of history, that's going to build your score up. And every time they pay that balance down below the 30%, that's going to build your score and build that history. That's another one. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's going to put you in a game because you're If she dropping some gems, I need y'all to get active. Y'all too quiet over there. Unless y'all taking notes. Well, they quiet. I need I gems in the comments. <laughs> they got to be taking what, notes. What We dropping some gems. We dropping some. And then another thing I would do, so that's the easiest way. Like, my dad did that for me when I first started out. He mm-hmm. just put me on, like, his gas card, like Home Depot. And right. He, he can easily increase his limits. And then that'll also help him out as well. You know, that'll drop the debt to income, like, all of that. And then another thing I would say is get a journal, get a calendar journal, and, and pull all your bills out and get your due dates together. Get your due dates together. Say, hey, look, I got I got 10 bills coming in a month. Get on the calendar. Write your due dates on the calendar so you don't get any more late payments. Because sometimes we forget our due dates. We're unorganized. We're not opening up the mail. You may have a new collection that came in while you were in the program. And if you haven't called them and made that $50 payment, it would not even turn into a collection. So sometimes right. y'all got to catch it before it gets to a collection. Because if you have a new collection while you're in the program, we're going to charge you extra $300 to work on that, that particular account. So continue to just pay down on these accounts, make payment arrangements. If it's not closed, if it's not a charge off or a collection, just go ahead and just try to make a minimum payment just to kind of like, or just pay them off. Y'all got y'all tax money. Go ahead and start paying these little accounts off so they can stop selling it and repopping up on your credit. So those are the three things. Get organized with your bills. Um, make payment arrangements. If you got some miscellaneous bills popping up, um, get you a secure loan at your at, at a uh, Navy Federal Credit Union or whatever credit union is in your state. And then thirdly, go ahead and see if your family member that has good credit can add you on as an authorized user. And those three things right there will really put you in a better situation. That's great tips. Another one I want to add real quick because all of those are fire tips. So uh, I hope y'all wrote it yeah. down. I did. So y'all can screenshot screenshot it i put the notes in there for y'all another one is if you find yourself in a situation where you cannot pay or you're not able to pay call them creditors and credit um unions and stuff have hardship programs so they'll ask you okay how much can how much are you able to pay they'll ask you when do you think you'll be able to pay again or they might make you fill out a little form and say oh i lost my job or um you know, I lost, I'm losing hours at the moment, or I had another kid, or whatever the case may be in your financial situation where you cannot pay the minimum, you cannot pay this bill. Don't let it go past and you get a late, a late payment because now you're paying extra fees. This is hitting your credit. So it's hitting you in all different kind of ways and messing up your financial situation. So call and ask for a hardship program. Another little quick tip I could tell you about student loans. If you have a trick, student loans reports that you made a payment, not how much you paid. So it does not matter if you pay $5 on this $100,000 student loan. They're reporting that you made this payment, which is keeping you in good standing with these payments. So make sure that even if it's $5 or even if you're on a hardship or deferment or whatever plan with them, pay the $5. It's fine. 
until you get enough money to say, I'm going to either pay this loan or you're going to just keep waiting on the side and saying, I'm waiting on him to, I heard they got forgiveness. I ain't paying it. I'm waiting on forgiveness. All the while, it's messing up your credit. Well, yeah, some people think because they're in a credit repair program that they don't have to pay nobody. You still have things to do to, to, to not you still so need to pay your bills. Yes. Because we get a lot of people that's like, I'm getting sued, I'm getting garnished. What do I do? Oh my God. Like, it'd be sad. Once that, once they go ahead and start the, the, the garnishing program, the, you owe that money to them, they can take you and garnish you. It'd be so sad. I'd be like, damn, why didn't you call them and make an arrangement? Six months ago. Stop ignoring. Stop ignoring the phone calls. Them people not calling you back to back for no reason. Keep in mind, you signed up for their money. And they were, you know, nice enough to give you, uh, approve you to use their money. You have to pay them back. So, yes, they can sue you. And you don't read the fine print. So, you just like, oh, $1,000, cool. And they give you that $1,000. And it's like you signing over the dead road. Because they're going to come at you full force and, and sue you for everything you got to get all their money. And you're going to have to pay for their lawyers and their damages for having to come sue you. Because you owe them. It is sad. It is sad. It's very sad that it has to go down. It's sad because it's like people really don't take care of their finances. And it comes to a point, and I know we run, I know we running over on time, but it comes to a point, guys, where you have to say, I'm an adult, I have kids, I want a future for myself, and I got to face the beast. I put myself in this hole. I got I to gotta, I gotta work on getting myself out of it. You may have to pay for credit repair. You may have to pay these credit cards down. You max those cards out. You the one that did that. Mm-hmm. So you guys just have to be, have to be, Maybe you need to get another stream of income coming in to take care of that day. To take care of your day. Right. All the people, they don't want to learn the new hustles and learn new skills and things that can put them in a better financial situation. So it's like invest in learning some new skills that's going to bring some more income so you don't ever have to be in a situation where your credit is bad and you don't know what you're going to do and everything is like crashing down and you just feel like the world is coming to an end. No, find a new hustle. Get on your grind. Get on your hustle. Get you a new income stream. Take one of these courses. We offer all type of courses. Go to some events. Get in a room. Take a trip. Learn some new skills. Network. So that way you can realize that that one stream of income of your job is not going to be able to take care of you financially for you and your kids. Exactly. We just got to face the facts. You're not making enough money. You're just not. It's okay. (laughs) But you have to start making decisions to make changes to better your situation so you won't be ever back in a situation where somebody is suing you because you couldn't pay the balance. Somebody suing you because you because your job is not giving you enough hours. Somebody is suing you about to garnish your taxes, your check, about to put that on your credit as a as a lawsuit because you weren't able to pay a minimum payment or stay consistent with the pay. Like y'all gotta get your hustle hats on and start hustling. Y'all see yep. her, she's been doing taxes for nine years, credit for three years, throwing events out of the country. Like, guys, the money is available. You just have to start hustling and getting creative and get that confidence. So that way you can build some businesses for you and your kids so where you can live on the rooftops and travel the world and do events and, and make an impact and teach other people how to do the same thing. And that's going to be more fulfilling than just going to a job and clocking yes. in. And not, and it's just so low vibrational because you don't got enough money to do this. Not even to pay. I was at a point where I was only making 3000 and what didn't have enough money to pay my bills three years ago. And I made a decision to myself that I'm going to hustle. I'm going to stay up all night. I'm going to hustle on the weekends. I'm going to save my money and fix get my credit repair. I'm going to sacrifice. I'm a top friend. I'm going to do personal development. Like I'm going to meditate and visualize me being rich and wealthy. So it's yep. the inner work that goes through it, the mindset that goes into it. And, and, and once you start becoming this person, the money starts to come. The money yep. starts to pour in. That's it. 
That's it. It comes in. Yep, so that's it, girl. That's it. We and you definitely got to go live again. I have a meeting with my brand strategist. So I really appreciate you joining in and bringing me on and us finally getting to this point where we can collaborate. I look forward to doing some more collaborating with you. Um, I'm going to see if I can get um, my daughter to go to um, to uh, Cleveland with my parents and them around that time so I can sneak down there with y'all and, and network with y'all and do some of those big boss talks that y'all about to have in Tulum. I don't know if I can miss this one, y'all. I got to invest and get in the room. I got to get in the room, baby. I got to fly and get down there because I know she starts kindergarten early August, but I got to treat myself to be around other entrepreneurs. That's Thanks. on this level. With this kind of type of conversation, because everybody can't talk this boss talk. It's that boss talk. At all. <laughs> At all. But I love it. I'm glad we connected finally, because we always look. We it feel like we talk every day, but we never had time to get on live. So I'm so happy you came. And tell everybody how to find you. Tell everybody what you have going on first. What's new for you? What you have um, coming well, up? Well, what I have going on right now is, um, of course, the credit repair. We always doing the credit repair. Um, we also have credit repair training. So if you want to learn how to start your own six-figure business, we set you up, have your, help you set up your credit repair business, um, help you with the sales and the back end or the back office, the dispute letters and all of that. We show you how to make the money. Um, I helped a girl make 30000 in three weeks last year. So I want to duplicate that with like five more people. Um, so we do have that opportunity. Then we also have um, the business credit. We're teaching you business credit. A lot of people are enrolled in that program also. Um, and then we have taxes coming up in the, in the um, third, fourth quarter. So we're going to be starting enrolling people for that. But for right now, I'm just sticking with the mentorship, with the credit and the business credit, helping mm-hmm. them get the funding, helping them get to make it to their first six figures. Yes, um, ma'am. Helping people, just helping people with their fight, helping them make more streams of income. Just like we just said, just more money coming into their household. That's my goal for right now. All right. And how can we find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram, K underscore boss coach. Um, I am starting to work on my other being more visible on Facebook and TikTok. Um, you can find me as K Kalia Boss Nails on Facebook. Um, and TikTok, I believe it's K Boss Credits, but I'm, I, it may be sweet. Yeah, K Boss Credit on TikTok. Okay, gotcha. Thank y'all for joining. Make sure y'all share the live with somebody. Make sure if you missed the live or you're watching the replay or listening to the podcast, this is Khalil Williams. She is Miss K underscore boss coach. I am Drika M. Carter, and we're going to have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to Wednesday.